0: In the truck, got lapping up. Right. I know I got my money right so I'm acting up yeah. I know they wish they was one of us Cause we living in the lap and run Step right. my yeah. money in the truck, got them lapping up yeah. I know I talk a lot of shit cause I can back it up nigga. But, Bitch down the boss like Google I just put a blue nose Walking in the street, new pole With this nigga that you know Known around my city like that nigga Pumo, Cassie and casino Katrina eating all the blue But I took her to Pluto I got a gold soul, not that I am a poo gold She know it, I'ma knock it out the park like I am a poo ho Good fella rockin' the dweller. Got three dreams of being richer than a Rockefeller I sell it, it's whatever We can catch planes to dodge the bad weather Alcatabra's off in a a portion Till you feel the sliver in the Range Rover Kinda on the river for the quick changeover Got an AM and a PM whip Only aliens on, behind these, who you seein' with Any rumors you heard about them, you should believe this shit On the bridge, look crisp, matching the season piece. be Space call, which legit, don't even need ID. Basketball minds on my dick, I get them tenaciously. From BK to the Bay, we run the numbers up. Bought the lap, you niggas in game, they running out of love. Pin up on top of my game. Niggas can't stun on us. Me and June one in the same, fuckin' the summers up. I know they wishin' they was one of us. Cause we livin' in the lappin' up. Seven honeys in the truck, got them lapping up. I know I got my money right, so I'm acting up yeah buddy oh boy i'm back once again this is king known uncensored and we got new music fridays for y'all we only got two artists only got two artists that i viewed so we're gonna uh extend this a little bit and we're gonna talk news first before we get to the two people that we're going to review nba free agents that are still out there still out there carmelo anthony where is he going Is he going back to the train wreck fakers? Is he going to join the Miami Heat where he actually belongs? I mean, me and a family member have been talking about this for a while. Like, Melo should go over here. He'd be a little bit more utilized. It would be a dangerous player, whether starting or off the bench. I mean, it's a lot of teams. I mean, Brooklyn could use him. huh? You can go back to Denver. I mean, that would be great. Join Joker and then go on a deep playoff run. Man, Melo doesn't even have to work as hard. If he went back there, I don't know how, you know, where his state with that organization is. You know, they've been lowballing him and dogging him. So I don't know if he's going to go back there. All right, let's see. Um, Kent more still out there. I don't know where he belongs. Nobody cares. Avery Bradley, I don't know, man. He's a little bit past his prime, I see. Mm, Boogie Cousins, that's another guy that needs to be signed by someone, anyone. Any team could use Boogie Cousins at this point, whether they're good or not. The dude from the movie uh, that with Adam Sandler is still out there. He could play. He could play. Um, let's see what else is out there. Uh, that's interesting. Dwight Howard, Milwaukee. Hello. I know you resigned Ibaka, but come on, man. Why not? I think Dwight Howard should be signed. I'm not gonna hold you. That's just me. Bluffs interesting is out there that I feel like Markeith Morris I mean be interesting to see where Morris ended ended, ends up Dennis Schroeder I mean there's been rumors around that he was thinking about linking back up with the Lakers yeah Dennis Schroeder oh my god not Dennis loser oh my goodness Offered four years and $84 million, bet on himself, and lost big. Ugh. I feel bad for him that he made such a bad decision. I didn't feel bad at for him at the initial point. But what did you, I mean, what did you think that he was really worth? What, what did he think that he was really worth? Come on, man. But however, Dennis Schroeder could be a gift to a... Uh, team that's looking for a championship. Going back to the Lakers, I mean, come on. Colin Sexton just got an offer from Cleveland that was low as hell, from what I heard. It was, honestly, I know Sexton got hurt last year. I know, but this offer to me, to me is like, what the fuck? That dude is way worth way more than that. Not going to hold you. I'm trying to find the actual numbers here. Because I felt like that shit was ass. I'm not going to hold you. Uh, This shit is annoying. It's a three-year offer, but he is unlikely to take it. He wants a contract around... $80 80 million, which is exactly his worth, and he said that he was pissed off when he got the 40 million for three years. Colin Sexton is a bucket, ladies and gentlemen. Like if he was the primary focal point of the offense, he's good. Good for 22, 24 points per game. And as good as he was, and as much fits as he gave other teams before his injury. And then as much as these regular ass niggas is getting paid, three years and 40 million ain't enough. It's not enough money. 80 million is exactly what he's worth, in my opinion. And I think that some team is going to give it to him. You know, that's why I've kind of pushed back my show about the uh, free agency. And it's because, you know. Monty Williams ends up getting an extension by the Phoenix Suns. Um, good. Get paid. Oh, nigga, get paid. In my personal opinion. Let's see. Who else is still available in free agency? That's interesting. Uh... Kristen Thompson's available, Hassan Whiteside, Lou Will, Cassius Winston. There's some interesting cats out there. Not anything big. <laughs> Isaiah Thomas can help a team. I mean I think he should go back to the um Charlotte Hornets. All right, guys. You know what? There's no more James Harden jokes, y'all. No more James Harden jokes, man. I'm, I'm just... No more fat jokes, at least. As he posted a recent picture of himself with a ton of weight loss, that nigga lost two people. And I think that it's liposuction, ladies and gentlemen. I think it's liposuction. I told you, man. I'm no longer calling him... Uh, Professor Clump, I'm calling him Buddy Love. I'm dead. I'm dead. I'm dead. No titties. No titties. No titties. My titties are gone. Your titties are lovely. Ah <laughs> oh, man, you water diet. I think I think low key James Harden got the funk flex. He got the Funk Flex liposuction, ladies and gentlemen, and possibly a colonoscopy. But, all jokes aside, Harden's been working out and taking himself seriously and took a pay cut. So, obviously, he wants to win a title with the Philadelphia 76ers. He sat and thought about it. I think, obviously, I don't think you could get any worse than the last season for him because it was so up and down and inconsistent. So, you can expect a little bit more consistency from Harden this upcoming season. So, from the streets, if the New York Knicks acquire Donovan Mitchell, they are willing to sacrifice and trade Julius Randle for Russell Westbrook. That's the only way that Russell Westbrook... Is gonna get out of LA because LA clearly don't want him, which we'll talk about momentarily here, because <laughs> this is a crazy story out on Russ that I have to talk about. But Randall for Westbrook is a good trade. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna flex, but Randall back to LA, I don't see how that would work with LeBron James, who technically needs to. Have the room to operate like Randall would block his way because he's a guy that operates out the post, but Randall could change his game. Would Randall improve the Lakers? Maybe. Maybe. I mean, Randall's a bucket as bad as he shoots from the field. I don't think it could get any worse than what the Los Angeles Lakers are. But the Knicks have to acquire Mitchell first, ladies and gentlemen. And speaking of that, um, there was a crazy offer that the Knicks rejected for Donovan Mitchell. And this was, um, I probably discussed this before, but I'm going to bring it up again because the same offer was made. Emmanuel quickly, OB Toppin, Quentin Grimes, Miles McBride, and six first round picks for Donovan Mitchell only. <laughs> now, however, I feel like they declined this, but they could revisit it if those players don't live up to those expectations. DeJounte Murray, let's talk about him. I mean, the recently acquired Atlanta Hawk had a lot to say about his former organization. There was a fan that criticized uh, Murray and and said, Bye, fly, little birdie. Good luck getting to the second round. At least we got the picks and we're building around Kelden. And DeJounte said, the way that system's set up, you're going to be losing for the next... 15 years. Problem bigger than basketball. Spurs fans were pissed off. I mean, Murray admits that he's a little bit thin-skinned. And not everything is worthy of being responded to. But, you know, a lot of fans of the Spurs felt like Murray was traded because he was immature, flashing money, and just doing things that weren't responsible. And here's the thing, right? This man is only 24 years old. Only 24. It's not like he's 35 and 40, still trying to act like a thug. You know what I'm saying? But the Spurs came out and already said that they let him go because of the fact that they didn't want to waste that man's career rebuilding. And I felt like that was noble. But Murray shouldn't have responded like that, in my opinion, because they could have kept you and and gave you a contract and never let you go. But It did not happen that way Now Next story SZA Let's talk about SZA for a minute Um, SZA has a long Delayed album I mean she's released Hit different You know what I'm saying And The joint with uh, Doja Cat, Kiss Me More. Those could have been two songs that could have been on her album. But allegedly, you know, she responded to a fan's tweet. And she blamed Punch, who is under TDE, and RCA. So... This isn't on Top Dog Top Dog probably would have put the album out by now if, if it was left up to him But it's up to Punch Since Punch is like Responsible for Siss' career She says I want it to be released in the summer They wanted more time At this point I'm just trying to have a good time And then Punch responded by saying, starting to get tired of this, getting tired of the whole business. And SZA said, we are all tired. And my thing is, I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with this album? Exactly. Like, What is wrong with it? I'm pretty sure that if she releases anything, the fans are going to go with it. What is perfect? What is going on here? We want this shit. Everybody wants this shit. Even motherfuckers that hate SZA want this motherfucking album. I mean, she said in May that the album is ready. The album done been done. So what the fuck? So Anyway move on to, from that alright there's a crazy situation going on with Russell Westbrook as many many people that I watch on YouTube and a lot of people who write articles and shit right for the Lakers are suggesting that Russell Westbrook's career could possibly be over it's an NBA insider that's talking this shit right There's a cat from ESPN named Tim Bowtemp's who said after this season, he might be out the league. Now, I've made jokes on my show about him being out the league in 2023. I wasn't serious about it. I don't want Russell Westbrook's career to be over. But in retrospect, the way that the game is changing, you know, the game just doesn't fit him or his style of basketball or a lottery team may have to gamble on him and build a team around him and San Antonio could be the perfect place for him to do that when this is crazy the guy said that he might be out of the league after the Lakers because if he gets traded from the Lakers this would be his fifth team in 5 years a uh, You know what I'm saying? Because he played for what? OKC, Houston, LA, Lakers, Washington Wizards. So if he gets traded to another team, that would make five. When they asked an executive from Dallas about signing Russ, they said, hell no. He can play for the Ducks in China. God damn. I mean, they're saying that he's gonna have an Allen Iverson downfall with his refusal to come off the bench. And you know, you could you could be like D. Rose, who can be very effective, change your game around. I think Russell Westbrook can stay in this league long as he changes his game, and but we know that will never happen. Russ is gonna Russ only knows how to play one way of basketball, which is downhill. But me personally, the best situation for Russ is for him to join a lottery team that's going to start him. Because no team that has aspirations to win a championship is going to start Russell Westbrook. Because he was already benched for a quarter of the season in their fourth quarter. For a reason. Now me personally, I feel like everyone is beating down on Russ. And I don't think that shit is fair because Russell Westbrook had a lot of good games last year. At least 30 that I can remember. You know, it got so bad that when he started shooting jump shots, the crowd would yell, No! I mean, they've been calling this man Westbrook for the longest. I'm, I'm just like, Jesus Christ, this dude can't catch a break feel bad for the guy i really do um beyonce's album is set to release on friday y'all 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 motherfuckers ready i mean i hope that beyonce doesn't have 13 14 break my soul's on there i really hope that that doesn't happen I just want Break My Soul to be Break My Soul. It's a good song. Not a great song, but a good song. So, Wiz Khalifa is also dropping a new album called Multiverse. Now, Wiz has been a lot better with his albums as of recently. So, I'll definitely check that shit out done here. We gonna go with it. Alright, I guess it's time to talk New Music All Alright, ladies and gentlemen. The first artist I'm going to talk about is Joey Badass. Now, Joey Badass has been... You know. He's been acting. He's won an Oscar. He's on... uh, Raising Canaan, And he dropped the three-track EP a, a, a couple of years ago Joey hasn't been active in music like that. He's done a few features, but Joey announced the album 2000 which is a sequel to his debut mixtape 1999, which is a classic you know, which introduced us all the pro era and some members of Beast Coast as Joey on the underground scene has been killing the game, so Joey Badass released 2000, and I'm going to do a live review of it right now. So the Baddest featuring Diddy, I love the vibe of this. Yes, this is this is the right track to get you into the album. Make Me Feel is the most one of the most beautiful sounding tracks that I've heard. Like make me feel Just makes me feel great I love the vibe of it Joey always is gonna rhyme his ass off That's what he does He's a lyricist at heart But I feel like on this project though He didn't necessarily focus too hard on lyrics He was making a group of songs that are really really good Where I Belong is probably my least favorite song on here I don't know that's just how I feel it's not a bad song it's not the worst song but I would probably skip this song but Cruz tr- I mean we're a brand new 9-11 with West Side Gun Fire West is dope West Side Gun is fucking dope but Joey killed this shit Cruise Control. Another one of those songs with beautiful vibes, man. Excellent song. Excellent song. Very catchy. Eulogy. Eulogy. Same thing. Great vibes. Dope lyrics. Zip Codes. Same thing. (laughs) Like, this album is so consistent. One of Us with Larry June. This is probably my favorite song on this album. And... I'm not a big Larry June fan I always thought his music was Boring and uninspiring And it's carried by Great production but Larry June does A a fine job matching Joey's Lyrical ability with dope Rhymes of his own Have to give credit when credit is due Even when I don't like I don't necessarily prefer an artist But One of Us This vibe is so fucking amazing It's, it's, It's mid 90's Vibes But One of Us with Larry June. Definitely a standout. Welcome Back featuring Chris Brown and Capella Gray. Second best song on the album. Easily. Man, Joey's doing commercial songs and shit. I'm loving it. Joey Badass on this project modernized this sound and didn't sell his soul to do it. Because a lot of artists switch their song. Switched their styles, switched their whole motherfucking thing up and everything, and I was just like, whoa. Show me, great song. Static Select is a beast. Wanna Be Love featuring Jid. Um, Jig verse was crazy. I ain't gonna hold you. Jig kinda got the best of Joey on that song. Head High was the first song that I heard from this project. So, Head High was crazy. Um, it's laid back. And it's uh, uh, one of those songs with a lot of substance in it. Survivor's Guilt is another song where Joey Badass talks about the losses that he had, you know, with Capital Steez, you know, committing suicide and other people that, and, and, and Mac Miller, I think he talked about Mac Miller on the song as well. Written to the Stars, great closeout record. I like it. But all in all, this album right here, 2000, goes right into Joey's discography perfectly. Now, I still think American Badass is his best work, in my opinion. All American Badass just had that political thing going on. It had the the, the political message, and then it had hard-ass hip-hop songs on there. But, man, this album, I enjoyed it, man. It's one of the better albums this year. Definitely a top 10 rap album for sure. Top 10 of the year, I'm not 100% sure about that. I'm not 100% sure. But another release that... I decided to check out was Flo Millie. Now I've been sleeping on this girl. I'm not gonna lie. I've definitely been sleeping. This girl, you know, she's from Alabama. And she's dope. I gotta give her some credit. She's fucking dope. In my opinion. I think she's fire. From what I heard on this album I mean It kind of gives me If Dreezy and Doja Cat combined That's what I would compare her to And you give her a a southern accent And you know know, Her intro starts off with uh, New York from Flavor Flav Talking at the intro and the outro Interesting Come outside When I heard come outside I was like whoa okay what a way what a fucking way to bring you into the project like she was talking some she was talking some shit boy i like damn bedtime this reminds me of she's a bitch by missy elliott it definitely got um she's a bitch vibes Definitely gives you uh she's a bitch vibes. Hottie featuring Babyface Ray, that was a very big, 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 big surprise. Because first off, I don't think babyface Ray is any good at rapping. UPS is hiring level of rapping. You know what I'm saying? But however, Babyface Ray adjusted to the song and he killed this shit. Gotta give him some credit. Gotta give niggas credit where it's due. Like, I don't think anyone could have messed this shit up, in my opinion. Like, Hottie with Babyface Ray. Sheesh. This is a pop record. You know, if... um, If I was her label, this would be a fucking single for real. Conceited. Another very dope-ass song. Gives me Timbaland vibes. You know what I'm saying? The irony that Timberland Timbaland beat is fucking of this shit. But, um... So... Anyway, right? P.B.C. Um... It's a poppy record. It's probably one of my least favorite songs on there, but... It's not for me. That's just how I feel pretty girls oh man pretty girls is fucking dope it's catchy it's too a, a little bit too girly for my liking but the song may have not been for me but i feel like this this should be a pop hit record like that's a pop song do it better it's pretty cool pretty cool track no face dog Let me tell you something, man. No face. Flo Millie gets nasty on here. She talking that nasty, disgusting, freaky shit on here. On my nerves. Another catchy pop record. You know, it's just basically... You know, these guys keep trying to holla at Flo Millie. And it's not working. The game isn't to her standards. And she's just telling these niggas to just... Go away because they're getting on the motherfucking nerves now. Big Stepper, that's another pop, a pop level song. Um, not my favorite record, Payday with Rico Nasty. I expected a little bit more out of this, but Rico Nasty kills this shit. Fuck Niggas Get Money, definitely one of my favorite records on here. Oh man. I love that song. Tilted Halo, different look, you know, Flo Millie tests her vocals out. Not bad vocals when she, you know, she sings on this song. And not pretty, not bad. Outro, uh, we can skip past that. Roaring Twenties. That was the first song I ever heard by Flo Millie. Another one of those catchy pop songs where she samples, like, one of those old-ass songs. You know, you remember the era of the Roaring Twenties? I think that was like 40s and 50s. I, she she put a sample. She sampled that shit, added trap drums. And she was rapping her motherfucking ass off on Roaring Twenties. I remember that song. And then Ice Baby. That's probably my uh, favorite record on here. I ain't gonna hold you. Between, it's definitely between that, bedtime, conceited, come outside, and fuck niggas and get money. And no face as well, but all in all, I enjoyed this project, man. It was very fun to listen to. I know that she had a mixtape in 2020, but this is categorized. Uh, the name of her album is called "You Still Here, Ho?" Because I think her first album had um, "Ho" in it. I forgot the name of her first mixtape, but this is her major label debut. Yeah, definitely worth worthy of checking out. She's one of like she's one of the better female rappers, I, I I would say she's on Megan and Lotto's level as far as like rapping, lyricism, you know, because she does like pop rap in a sense, like Doja Cat, but she's just a way better MC than Doja Cat, just way better. Like like I said, I think she's Lotto Megan tier. You know, because you know, you got the Rhapsody tier that's like all by herself. Then you got Meg, Lotto, Flo Millie, Dreezy, um, who else? Who else is in that tier? Um, oh yeah, Lake Kelly 47. You know what I'm saying? Nitty Scott, I feel like every girl that I said is on the same level, like, rapping-wise. Then you got the, um, oh, yeah, Cash Doll's in that conversation with those girls, too. Yeah, like, Cash Doll, Dreezy, you know what I'm saying, With with the females. Nitty Scott, Megan, Lotto. Like I said, I feel like Rhapsody's on her own tier at the top, like, right at the top. Then of the tier below, which is, you know, Cardi B, City Girls, you know what I'm saying, Doja Cat, um, Rico Nasty, you know what I'm saying? Not to say that they, they, they're they ass or anything, I'm just saying it's levels to this shit. Kamaya's in that tier, Cardi B's in that tier, you know what I'm saying? And then you got, you know, Sweetie, (laughs) which is like, like at the bottom, like all by herself. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah. Doja Cat is also in that Cardi B tier. With the females that I named that were in that tier. So, all right, that's my show. I think I've gone long enough. To give y'all something interesting to listen to, this is Keynote Uncensored. New Music Fridays for the week of Friday, July 22nd, and I'm gone.